Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Kotani the Podcast. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. And first, I have to say to every single person that listened to the end of the podcast and DM'd me and told me I didn't have to wear makeup anymore because literally nobody cared. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, y'all. It makes it way easier to do these without having to feel like I have to get super dressed up. So, okay. I mean, we got to talk about it, right? We have to, there's no way to not address the elephant in the room. We got to talk about it. Um, it has been a year. It ha I spoke about it on social media this past weekend. Last Saturday was officially the day to the, the year to the day that I started my own company. Um, I obviously had an employer before. Everybody has an employer before. And I was brought into, I was told it was a team meeting. I shouldn't laugh. I'm saying this because so many of you are new here and you have literally no idea what it was that I did, where it is that I came from, what the fuck happened. All you know is that I was fired. Um, so I'll do kind of like a recap because that doesn't really matter anymore, but there's more to it now. Um, I was told there was a team meeting and when I was brought into the team meeting <laughs> update, it wasn't. It was just myself, the CFO, and one of the owners. And I was told that based on a uh, business trip vacation that the owners took, uh, they had a feeling that I should no longer be there and that I no longer fit the vision. Um, and that that was it. <laughs> Bye. You're fucking fired. Um, <laughs> I, people always ask, like, well, what what was the vision? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I, I asked a coworker before I left the building that day and they literally laughed in my fucking face to my goddamn face and go, there is no vision. You know that. So I was like, okay, super cool. <laughs> um, That's actually all I know. Nothing else was ever said to me. I was never spoken to again, which is fine. Like no harm or foul, like whatever. I wish nobody any oh will. I don't care enough for that. Um, But what's wild is like I, you know, sat there and I'm like it's been a year this is hands down when I was at my previous shop we'd always say it was kind of like a like a whirlwind it was a time warp I and I agree but I hadn't I've never experienced a time warp like I have this past year it's like I just went blink and the year was gone and in it, I'm really, really proud of everything I've accomplished, not just professionally, but also personally, because I feel like it's very easy to put like a quantitative number on a professional goal because they're generally money related or they're they're very like percentage numbers based. But I feel like personal growth also has to be spoken about because personal growth is so important. Um, once I was fired, it probably took me a couple months, maybe two, three months. And I was finding like, okay, I think I need to see a therapist. Um, not because I was depressed or I felt like something was detrimentally wrong, but there would be moments where I would have these feelings where I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't like feeling that way. And it wasn't even anything like she traitor rage. It was nothing crazy. It was just kind of like, it's just like an ick, like a ugh, just, I didn't like it. So I did end up, I started seeing a therapist, still see her, honestly love her. I fully encourage therapy to literally anyone and everyone. Um, and so after our first session, you know, it was so interesting because she's like, why are, why are you starting therapy now? Like, why are you here? And it was just like a, and I started sobbing 
um, if you know me, you know how quickly I speak. You know how quickly I can speak, especially when I'm like really, really excited or really, really mad. Um, I just let it all out, all of it. And it took me about 35 minutes of non-stop talking, just word vomiting like I've never done to tell her, you know, probably 80% of the story, like the most important bits. And it was afterwards, she just looked at me and I'll say, my therapist is fucking rad. <laughs> I love her. If you have seen the show, Never Have I Ever, you know, Niecy Nash, that therapist that's on there. Imagine like her sass and spunk, but just like even cooler. And she just looked at me and she's like, okay, so um, you have PTSD. And I was like, fucking excuse what no what for people who go through like really traumatic things like war or things i'm never gonna see on this podcast like no i can't have ptsd and she's like yeah you have ptsd and i was just it like blew my fucking wig off like i could not believe it um i feel like that even that took some processing to like not like come to an acceptance with but be like okay well um okay all right if that's the truth let's just say we're going with it um then yeah there's more healing that needs to be done and the reason I'm so open about talking about these things and things that my therapist tells me and things that I went through is because I feel so often we're almost not like shamed into silence but shamed or scared to being silent and I don't agree with that first off saying that I go to therapy is nothing shameful to me um, saying that I had PTSD is also nothing shameful to me because I didn't fucking do it to myself. I'm also not a victim. Like, it just is a thing that happened and, you know, we learn and we grow from it. And so I'm, a few months ago, my therapist did tell me she wants to see me less frequently because I'm doing really well. So I'm not going to lie. That was also like a really cool moment for me. <laughs> but what I think is cool is we can heal and we can grow and we can move on and we can create happiness and create a life that is so different so I kind of want to talk about some of not the biggest things I've learned in this past year but definitely inside of opening two businesses literally I mean when I was fired I walked out of the main office you know how to sign papers whatever walk into my office and I text my boyfriend and I go I was just fired and we have read receipts on and he hadn't seen it so I called him and I'm like hey he's like hey and I'm like check your messages bear in mind I'm in my office you know how I shouldn't laugh you know how like in movies when someone's fired they have like a box they have to pack all their shit into and you're like that's not real life I'm gonna let you know um that's real life <laughs> and they do watch you as you pack your shit and they walk you up to your car all of those things are a hundred percent true and I was like you need to you need to look at text messages and he's like okay hold on so he looked came back he's like what the fuck and I was like uh-huh and he goes fuck it babe and I was like I'll pack up my shit I'll call you back <laughs> so um you know packing up all my stuff and it was just a moment of you know I sat in my car and I don't think did I even cry that first day I yeah it, it, yeah I absolutely did but it honestly took hours it's a mix of shock when something like that happens um especially because I'd been there for half a decade I'd been there for five years I was director of education a month previously. I had spent nine days recording 72 videos. Like, 
that wasn't something I expected to happen that morning, you know? And so I, you know, I get home and I'm just kind of like, I make zero dollars. Because it wasn't just being let go from education. It was being fired from the salon. I was just all together. Yeah, yeah, bitch, gone. And so I sat there and I was like, I make zero dollars. Oh, my fucking God. And friends were telling me, you know, people in close, they were like, take some time off. Take a couple weeks. Chill. Vibe. You haven't had a legitimate vacation in like five years. And I considered it for probably only like half a second. And I was like, no, uh, there's no reason for me to slow down and take a break and vibe out. I don't care to do that. I was shoved off a cliff and I'm a-okay with that, but I'm going to land on my seat and I fucking got this. And so I sat there that night with my boyfriend and I was just like, what do I want to do? It's not just a question of what am I good at and what do I enjoy doing? That did come into play and into the scenario and, you know, but what do I truly love doing and or what are you or even the things like I haven't been able to do all this time because it didn't fit into like a culture or a vibe or an aesthetic, whatever it might be. So that was honestly a cool moment. Um, because it was the moment where I was like, I get to literally do whatever the fuck I want. And that feeling and that thought is mind blowing. You know what I mean? And I knew that I was like, okay, well, obviously I need to make money, but I'm not, if I make this about money of how can I make more money faster, ah, more money. That to me feels a little like MLM scammy cult type shit. I don't like that. So I took the experience I had of five years of training thousands of artists and asked myself, what is it they're missing the most? What is it we were never able to provide that I was never able to provide? And with that came birth to my consulting company, um, all the marketing training that I do. Um, obviously, now I work for another hair extension method, which that comes into play way later on. But like that's where AIM, my consulting company, all started because I knew I was like the biggest complaint I hear are people saying that their marketing fucking sucks. They don't know how to do it. TikTok is stressful. Reels are stressful. Captions are stressful. It's all fucking stressful. And then along with, I don't want to be stuck behind the chair forever. I want to be able to make money not behind the chair, but I don't want to own a big salon. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I have quite a bit of experience in creating courses because, well, I created quite a few courses where I worked and and although I, it was not a solo endeavor, I never want to make it seem like I was the only person who worked. No, that's fucking bullshit. There were other people generally involved, um, sometimes more than others. And, but it doesn't change the fact of the experience I had. So that's where I decided, like, this is what I want to start doing. I want to help artists be able to make money, not behind the chair, without killing themselves and to be able to share their knowledge and the things that they love. And I'm like, that's, I want to fucking do that. And I want to make social media not be so aggressive. I actually, I love social media. I love TikTok. I love Instagram. And I also have a very firm belief in my heart that people are more good than bad. Um, I think there are more good people in the world than there are bad. I think the bad people of the world, and by the way, this isn't me throwing shade. It's honestly just a general statement. But I think the people who are willing to do bad and be racist and homophobic 
and just raging pieces of sh narcissistic shit, I think those are actually the minority in the world. I think good people are scared into silence. Um, and I do think that's a shame, which is probably another reason why I am so vocal about things in general, because I, I think I'm a good person. I don't think I've done everything right in my life. I think I've made a lot of mistakes. And I talked about that as well. You know, when I started training for my previous job, I don't know if you guys know this, I'd never trained for anyone in my life. <laughs> I did not come in with years of experience. I came in with zero, bitch, zero experience. And I was recruited for that position. Um, I did not apply for it. Um, I didn't even ask for it. I was recruited. And... Don't get me wrong. I was stoked to have it. Don't don't get it twisted. I was. But, um, you know, it's kind of just like a crazy moment that I look back and realize that it's, you know, when you're like you're in such a new place and you're like, I don't know anything. And someone tells you this is how you do it. You're like, this is how you do it. And then you do it. And once again, hindsight being 2020, I look back now and I'm like, OK, so there were like a 500 million other ways to do things uh, that would not have been so traumatic for everyone myself included. <laughs> So for anyone who's listening right now and you're thinking about venturing off into a new area, a new, I almost said genre, a new industry, whatever it is, you don't have to do things the way that anybody says you have to fucking do them. Um, I'm in the process of starting a third company. God help me because I don't have enough on my plate. And in it, the one thing I told myself is I'm going to do this literally opposite of everybody else opposite and I mean everything from branding to the colors to uh, I that's pretty much all I can say because if I say anything else it's absolutely going to give away what it is I mean like branding colors um so like there's I you know I sat down with my website girl and some really close friends to be like this is my idea this is how I want to do it and a few of you do know um some of you I've privately told so you know what I'm talking about but that's the one thing I told myself going into this I said my it was my boyfriend who really brought it to my attention I said blah 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 it has to be this way he goes why I go well that's just the way it's done and he's like but why he goes just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean you have to do it that way and I was like oh, uh the audacity uh and he's 100% right so then I started thinking about everything inside of this particular industry. And I'm like, well, why is it like that? Who cares? Why is it like that? Who gives a shit? Why is it like this? Why is it like that? And by the end of it, I realized I don't give a damn about how it's done at all. I'm going to literally do it all different. And so I'm, I would encourage you guys to think outside of the box. Do not take anything you hear as a gospel. Do not take anything you hear as it's the only way for something to be done because it's not and just because something has been done one way forever does not make it the best i mean think about some of the greatest innovations of our time even look at a fucking tesla an electric car that you plug in it like i plug in my iphone that's a wild thought no one's gonna want that oh I think Tesla would disagree considering how incredibly popular and successful it is. You know what I mean? So that's one thing that I I feel like I always keep in the front of my mind is do things different and do it my way. Um, I was very nervous about being on my own and me being the boss, which is how I have to put it that way because I am, and me being the CEO and me being the 
creative leader of the company and the logistical leader of the company and doing all these things because frankly, I didn't know if I had it in me. Um, I did not know if I was the person, if I could be the person to step up. And I'd actually been asked that in years previous. And I was like, whoa, I didn't ask to be CEO. I don't know why I'm being yelled at. Like, I am here to do my job. Like, I'm just doing my job that I was hired to do. Like, whoa. And now I think back to those times and I'm like, why did I not believe in myself more? Like, why did I think I didn't, quote unquote, didn't have it in me when it's very clear that I did? And what I've realized is, you're you might think I'm crazy I'm not special I like honestly I was not born with extra brain power I I'm I'm not a genius I was I don't really think I was born with any super special skill I think I am a person who is very committed and I'm committed to growth and I'm committed to myself and I'm committed to doing it all in a very healthy way and that I think is frankly what makes me really good at well, I have a delusional tendency to think that I'm, I can be pretty good at literally anything. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's a delusional tendency that I have that I've talked about before because I think that gives me the confidence to just say, well, fuck it. I'm good at everything. My, let me just become good at this. And I'll also say in this past year, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware of quirks I had working for other people. Um, I couldn't really sit still for very long. There were some days where like the sounds of people screaming through walls was like literally like jarring to my brain. Um, it just certain things about me. I just assumed I was quirky, just high energy, whatever. As it, I ended up learning months and months later, I am ADHD and autistic. And at first I was like, oh, fucking autistic, you're autistic. <laughs> whoa don't label me <laughs> so stupid um because as it turns out it, it doesn't matter at all um having the label of autistic or adhd doesn't make me any better or worse than before what it did for me is brought to light certain parts of my personality but more so how my brain actually works and a lot of you guys have been asking me about this like okay well you talk about being ADHD and you talk about being autistic, but how the fuck do you motivate yourself every day? Like, how how do you do that and how do you continue to do that? Especially, I feel like the hardest part is when there isn't someone breathing over my shoulder or getting ready to yell at me to get more done, more done, more done, more done, more done. Do you know what I mean? Like, what happens when you are neurodivergent and you are completely by yourself? Because I report to no one except me. So if I say that Wednesday is Saturday, then Wednesday is Saturday, baby. And that's how we're going to treat it. So things that have worked for me. Um, number one, I do keep in the forefront of my mind that my companies will only grow as quickly as I am willing to move. So that is something that I tell myself all the time. I can't just, you know, when you, when you work in a company, if you don't pick up the slag, well, someone probably will. I mean, you might get your ass rained for it, but someone will probably pick it up. There, there is no one here to do that. Um, if I don't do it, it's literally not going to get done. Does that mean that I'm able to focus and concentrate every single day? Absolutely not. No, some days are frankly far more difficult than others. So I was talking about this on a live a couple of days ago. So I first off recommend that you do research. You want to know the place where I learned more about myself and ADHD and autism than anywhere else? Fucking 
TikTok. My God, the amount of information that can be found there, which is one of the reasons why I love it so much. My TikTok is not filled with the dancing girlies. Like, that's just not my TikTok. My TikTok is a little bit wild. A lot of animals. Um, but that's where I actually learned a lot of information and realizing that how I respond to things and how I hear things. Like, one thing I learned about myself is I'm very literal. I kind of knew that, but not really. Like, if you tell me, oh, we're going to leave like about 10, I'm like 10. Or if you say, I've told this example before of like my boyfriend being like, I'm going to go take a nap. I'm like, cool, take a nap. When what he really meant was, can you be quiet for 30 minutes? Like, can you keep it down for 30 minutes? Well, that's not what you said. That's not how I'm taking it. If you, if we're in a business meeting and you're like, oh, this doesn't matter. I'm literally, I will forget it. It doesn't matter. If you're telling me it doesn't matter, then it doesn't fucking matter. There's no reason for that to stay in my brain. So don't you dare bring it up later and be like, well, I said it didn't matter, but I mean, it didn't matter. What the, what? I'm a literal person. So what you say to me, not only will I remember, but uh, I'm going to take, take you for your word. So if what you are saying is not what you mean, I suggest you find other words. I'm not trying to be a dick before you fucking speak to me because I I don't read through the lines. Am I very good at reading people? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Yep. Which I actually love that my therapist last week told me I don't have to give anybody the benefit of the doubt, which might sound super cold, but I love that. And also I go, so you mean I don't have to give people second chances? She's like, no. She's like, I've never seen someone's intuition as sharp as yours. If something is going off and you're like, red flag. She's like, fuck it. I was like, yeah, fuck it. So, okay. What do I, so being neurodivergent back to this as I I can't even say solar solopreneur anymore because I do have two employees, but with that, um, I like to call them high energy, low energy days. So for all my neurospicy people, you know, when you wake up and you're like, I'm taking out for the world today. I'm going to clean. I'm going to cook. I'm going to work. I can do anything. I'm going to clean the car. I'm going to do all these things. Ah, ah. And like the day flies by and you've accomplished 10,000 tasks. High energy day. But you know the days when you wake up and you're like, uh, rolling out of bed and putting my feet on the ground is going to be a hell of a task. Those days are frankly the absolute fucking hardest. Um, those truly are the hardest days. So I have learned that I do have a lot of grace with myself. Um, not in the terms of like, I'm just not going to get anything done. I have to find the thing that will give me the dopamine I need to maybe not turn it from low energy to high energy, but at least like medium energy and give me a little bit of dopamine. So um, what are the things that I found? Obviously, sunshine and exercise, yes. But if you think that my bitch ass is getting up and going to a fucking CrossFit, um, I almost said lesson training class on a low energy day, probably not, unless my coach is literally text me and waiting for me. Mm. Accountability. Like I have to have that. Um sometimes this sounds weird. Eight D, eight, the number eight, and D is in Delta, audio. Um, you need to wear headphones using it, but the audio actually jumps from ear to ear to ear. It doesn't go really from both at the same time. That tickles my brain in such a sweet little way that it actually does give me a lot of dopamine. Um, or I have to put on music that is like amp up music, music that I already know. Um, being 
neurodivergent. I repeat a lot of songs all the time, literally all the time. And I've recently learned the reason that I do that is because I, I already know what's coming. I know to anticipate what's coming. And that gives me dopamine and serotonin. Until I play the song out so fucking much that the dopamine is gone. It doesn't give me dopamine. Then I just never listen to it again, except for probably five years later when all of a sudden I'm like, why did I ever stop listening to this song? So you have to find what works best for you. Now, I will say worst come to worst. If I am really struggling, I've talked about this before, body doubling. Um, I have body doubled with generally my best friend, like me and Gray, we will body double all the fucking time. I have body doubled with my boyfriend and a little bit with my mom, but then we end up chatting and just turns into like really fun girl time. But body doubling helps a lot. You don't even have to speak to each other. The phone, it just has to be on um, enough for you to know that someone's there because that just makes us more productive. It's a really weird thing that happens in our brain, but I am telling you that it absolutely works. The worst thing you can do is kind of tell yourself that like nothing is fun and you're just not going to do shit all the time. And I'll say I feel when I'm working on projects, so I'm creating a new course right now that is 90 days to passive income. So for anyone who is like on a tighter budget but still wants to create passive income, this is a way for you to learn how to create the structure, find your target market, create the landing page, do all of these things on like a really like cool low budget. Do you know what I mean? So it's a lot of work for you, but I'm currently creating that course to then like obviously for you guys to then be able to make your own courses. And there are parts of like creating courses like this that I find really fun and the dopamine is really high and there are parts that I don't. So in the parts that I don't really find dopamine inducing, um, I I don't want to say I try to find a way to make it that way, but I do. So like I'm currently in the process, God help me, of Canva, man, of going through and creating templates and worksheets and doing all these things and doing research and research and more research. Now I have my admin creating um, different types of worksheets and stuff inside of Canva, but that I found fun that as I started creating something in Canva, I was multitasking of, well, this is the order that the course has to go. Here's the questions on the sheet. Here's how I'll teach it to the students. Like, those things were really fun for me to do, you know? So I don't want you guys to, because on a post that I posted this past week, you know, I listed out the things that I'm really proud of, my accomplishments professionally in this past year. But I don't want you to look at that and think like, oh my God, Ani has it all together. She never has bad days. Like there's, no, that's not true. Everybody has a bad day. But guess what? I have not limited myself to what a typical schedule is and I can give a hundred percent of the thanks to my boyfriend it was a Tuesday and I've talked about this before but we were just chit-chatting and I was like oh my gosh I can't wait for the weekend I really want to do blah 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 blah. I can't stop thinking about it and he's like why do you have to wait until the weekend I'm like excuse me and he's like Ani you are self-employed so if Wednesday is Saturday to you and you don't want to work on a Wednesday and all you want to do is do blah, 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 blah whatever the fuck I was talking about he's like you can do that He's like, that's like, you don't have to adhere to a particular schedule, which I thought was cool because then even this past Sunday, um, I don't know what it was, but I woke up and I was like, today's the day I get shit done. And I ended up sitting down in front of my computer at probably like 930 in the morning. And then all of a sudden I was like, why is my stomach grumbling? Why does it hurt? I'm so hungry. It was already 3 p.m. 
Like the time just flew. So if it so happens that it's eight o'clock on a Friday night and I'm feeling inspired to work, I'm letting you know right now I'm going to. I work, if I ever feel that inspiration and that dopamine hit and that fixation hit of like, I want to get shit done, I'm going to do it right then and there because those moments of super high energy, super high focus, I'm not saying they're fleeting, but I am saying that they don't last forever. But that also means if it's Tuesday at noon and your girl is tired, if I need to take a two-hour nap, I'm going to take a two-hour nap. I don't care. I can't be guilted into, here's how I look at it. My brain doesn't work the way that neurotypical, holistic people work. My brain is different. So why maybe a nine to five, Monday through Friday, works really great for holistic people, but it doesn't for me. So why am I going to adhere to that? Why am I going to put myself into a schedule and into a box that was never made for people like me? I'm not going to. I'm going to find a way to make it work best for me. And my admin, to be clear, he's autistic too. And so I told him the same thing. I'm like, when you work is when you work. Please make sure you have family time. If I text you on the weekends, I in no way, shape, or form expect you to answer me unless it's family related because we're related. We're siblings. But I'm like, if it's work, you can answer me Monday through Friday. If you're if you're cranking shit out at 1 a.m. because you you felt your fancy, great. Do it. Text me. I'll ignore you until the morning. But you can text me. So I the thing that made it easiest for me to build my businesses and I don't want to say deal with my ADHD and autism, but learn through it is I adhere by no rules except the ones that I create. Maybe that sounds cold, but the world wasn't created for people like us. It, it truly wasn't. We are, I don't want to say the anomalies. We're like the weird ones, but maybe a little bit. But I think that's what also makes us so fucking great. So coming to the end of the podcast, 30 minutes goes by so quickly. Um, I just want to leave you guys with a thought that you can change your entire life in a year. Everything in your life can be different from your friendships to your job, to your income, to your happiness, to your mental health. Everything can skyrocket and and you can change your life in one fucking year. All it takes is just a willingness to do it and a commitment to say, fuck it. Like, what if you truly gave one year everything you had? One year, that's it. Where do you think you'd be the next five, the next 10, the next 15? And do it with grace, do it with integrity, do it with morals, do it with actual balance. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. So thank you for being here on another episode of Coach Ani the Podcast. I will see you guys next week. Make a bless.